0: everybody, it's Thursday. I'm Matthew Alaria, and you're watching the Faith for Life broadcast. Let's pray and release faith over today's broadcast, and then we're going to get right into the Word. Father, we do thank you again today, Lord, for your Word. We ask you today for revelation of it. We ask you today for grace and help to receive it, put it into practice, and to see it work in our lives. And we do thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, all this week on the broadcast, we've been doing a series of teachings entitled, The Truth about anxiety and depression. Now, where do we go to get the truth? Where do we find the truth? We find it in the Word of God. And so we're giving you seven truths this week on the broadcast from the Word of God about anxiety and depression. And friend, you and I want the truth because the truth of God's Word will make us free from anxiety and from depression. And so I quickly want to go through the first five truths that we've given you already this week on the broadcast. And the first truth is that God wants you free from anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression are not His will for your life. Number two, you can be free from anxiety and depression no matter how severe it is, no matter how long you've dealt with it, no matter how strong it appears to be, you can be free from it. The third truth was that God is your answer for anxiety and depression. He is where your help comes from. And so we got our eyes on him. And then number four was the truth of God's word will make us free from anxiety and depression. And then the fifth truth was that on the words of Jesus in John 14 1 and 1427 you and I have authority over anxiety and depression we don't have to let our heart be troubled and we can take anxiety and depression and put it in the ground on the authority of the words of the master now I want to start today's broadcast by going over to Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11, and we're going to look there, starting in verse 22. Jesus said this, he said, Have faith in God, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt with his heart, but believe that those Things which he says shall come to pass, he will have whatsoever he says. Now, friend, if you believe the Bible, then according to Jesus, according to the Bible, if you say something and don't doubt, then what you say will be what you have. According to Jesus, I want to say it to you again, according to the master, if you say something and don't doubt it, then what you say will be what you have. What you say will become your reality. Now, why am I sharing that with you and talking about anxiety and depression? Well, if you've noticed, and I'm sure you've heard these phrases before, there are a lot of people that use these phrases: my anxiety, my depression. They use these phrases in talking about anxiety and depression. Well, my anxiety is is acting up. My depression is acting up. Well, what's wrong with that, friend? If you believe it's yours, and you say it's yours, then according to Jesus. You're going to have it in your life. You can't get rid of something that you continually possess with your words. And if you believe you have anxiety and you say you have anxiety and you call it yours, then you will have it because that's what you believe and that's what you say. And many people are convinced that they have depression. They have anxiety. And then they say it. And so guess what? They have it and they continue to have it. See, what you believe and what you say matters. Proverbs eighteen twenty one said, the power of life and death is in the tongue. And here's what the enemy knows. If I can get them believing they have it and saying they have it, then they will have it. If I can get it in their heart, and get it in their mouth, then I can get it in their life. And so Satan has worked to get these phrases in people's mouths, my anxiety, my depression. Why? Because he knows if I can get in their heart, get in their mouth, I can get it in their life. You see, the thing about the enemy is unlike a lot of believers, (laughs) he actually believes the Bible and he believes in the power of words. And he knows if I can get them believing they have it and saying they have it, they'll have it for the rest of their lives. And so we need to be on guard against those phrases. My anxiety, my depression. Friend, those phrases are devilish in their origin. The Holy Spirit would never inspire you to possess depression With your own words. He would never inspire you to possess anxiety with your own words. He would never inspire you to say, My anxiety, my depression. And so, if those words are coming out of your mouth, they are being inspired by another spirit, not the Holy Spirit. And so, we need to be on guard. And, friend, let me encourage you never again call anxiety yours never again call depression yours never again do it and what's happening is a lot of people are using their words to possess the opposite of what god wants them to have you know the children of israel did this they're sitting there looking at the promised land on the outskirts of the promised land and all they're talking about is how they want to go back to egypt Well, Egypt is what God redeemed them from and yet they're still laying hold of Egypt with their words and so they went back into the wilderness and never experienced the promised land. Now, Joshua and Caleb, they did the opposite. They possessed the promised land with their words and that's why they went in to enjoy it. And so, friend, God wants you free from anxiety and depression. Don't possess it with your words. Possess his peace with your words. Possess his joy with your words because that's what he wants you to have. Now, um, let's go back over to John chapter 14 and let's look at verse 27 there again. What is the problem with these phrases? My anxiety, my depression. The problem with these phrases is they do not agree with the Bible. In John 14, 27, Jesus said this, my peace I give unto you. And so friend, if you believe the Bible today, you have to believe that you have Jesus's very own peace. And so to say my anxiety, that phrase doesn't agree with this verse that you have Jesus's peace. No, to agree with the Bible, you'd have to say Jesus's peace is my peace? He's given me His peace, and His peace is my very own peace. I have Jesus's peace. Well, that's the exact opposite of saying. The exact opposite of saying you have anxiety. In John seventeen thirteen, Jesus said that they might have My joy fulfilled in them or in themselves. And so, if you want to agree with the Bible, you can't talk about my depression. You'd have to say, Jesus's joy is my very own joy. I have Jesus's very own joy. You don't talk about you having depression. You talk about having Jesus's joy because you have it. You know, when you, when we use those phrases, my anxiety, my depression, what you're doing is you're laying hold of something that Jesus told you to not let your heart be. He told you, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be depressed. Don't let it be sorrowful. Don't let it be anxious. And when we use those phrases, we are actually possessing with our words and laying hold of stuff that Jesus said, don't let your heart be this way. Friend, I want you to see how, how devilish and how dangerous these phrases are in their origin and in their makeup. Now, faith never says, you'll never hear faith say, my depression, my anxiety, my sorrow. Faith will not talk like that. Now, it's not that a person of faith doesn't experience symptoms of anxiety, symptoms of depression, but they never use their words to possess them. How do I know that? In Psalm 23:4. David wrote this, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil.'" Come on, friend, do you think he was having any anxious thoughts or feelings in the valley of the shadow of death? Certainly he was, but he wouldn't possess it with his words, with anxiety and fear trying to come all over him. He said, "'I will fear no evil.'" Come on, aren't you thankful that he said that and didn't say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, this valley is causing my anxiety to get worked up. (laughs) This this valley is causing my anxiety to get kicked in. Aren't you thankful that David didn't say that? And so it's not that you don't, it's not, you might have symptoms of anxiety and depression all over you. Fine, never possess it with your words. In Habakkuk chapter 3, uh, the writer there was writing about how there was, there was lack and scarcity in the land that the vines weren't producing and, and the, the stalls were empty. And, and it, was, it was scarcity, it was lack, it was bad. And he said this in verse 18, he said, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will joy in the God of my salvation. He didn't say this, this situation's causing my depression to act up. This, this situation is causing my depression to kick in. I'm certain that he was having some sorrowful and depressive thoughts and feelings when there's no food and no, no flock in the stalls. I'm certain he's battling some of these things, but that doesn't mean you de- uh, possess depression with your words just because you feel anxious or have an anxious thought, or you've battled that some, you don't start calling anxiety yours. You don't start calling depression yours. No, you say, I will fear no evil. I will rejoice. I will be glad. Praise the Lord. And so my depression, my anxiety, these phrases are not biblical. They do not line up. They, They do not agree with the Bible. Now, Faith demands that we believe and speak contrary to what we see, feel, and even understand. You see, many believe that anxiety and depression are theirs, and they believe that because they see it, they feel it, because maybe a doctor has told them they have it. And so because of what they see and feel, They believe they have it. They say they have it, and they have it. Well, friend, my question to you would be, well, what about God? What about what He has said about you? Shouldn't that mean something? Because He said that He's given you His peace. He's told us that He's given us His joy. And so what faith will do, faith demands that that you believe and speak in opposition to what you see and feel. And so, I'm not denying that maybe you're battling uh, depression and anxiety, and, and maybe you have all the symptoms. Okay, but now seeing that and feeling that, faith demands that you believe and speak crosswise to it. You declare, I believe I have Jesus' peace because he says I do, and so I have his peace, and so I will not panic, I will not be anxious, I will not be fearful. What am I doing? I'm believing and speaking in opposition to what I see and what I feel faith demands that you do it. Somebody said, well, you know, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but the doctor told me that I have it. I, I've been diagnosed. I have it on paper here. See, I've been diagnosed with depression and anxiety. And I even the, 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 the doctor even prescribed me medication for it. And see, Matthew, I, I have it. Look, I, I do have it. Okay, well... Let me give this to you from another angle because there is another doctor that has diagnosed you and prescribed you some medicine. You know, God is a doctor. He is the Lord that heals you. You find that in Exodus chapter 15, 26, and he has diagnosed you as having his peace and his joy in the gospel of John chapter 14 and chapter 17. And so God, the doctor The Lord that heals you has said, well, you have my joy. You have my peace. And he even wrote it down on paper for you. And so instead of taking that natural report of your doctor and saying, see, I have anxiety. See, I have depression. Don't do that. Why don't you do this to the devil and say, well, devil, I know I feel anxious. I know I feel a little depressed today, but I've been to the doctor and he and he diagnosed me in John 14, 27 and in John 17. And see, I have his peace. I have his joy. And so, no, I will not believe that I'm depressed. I will not believe that I'm anxious. I will not say that with my mouth. Jesus has given me his very own peace. He's given me his very own joy. Praise the Lord, friend. You have been diagnosed. And so the sixth truth about anxiety and depression is this. It is not yours. I want to say it to you again. The sixth truth about anxiety and depression is it is not yours. I don't care if every symptom of it is on you right now. It is not yours You have Jesus's very own peace. You have his very own joy. The sixth truth about anxiety and depression is it's not yours. You have Jesus's very own peace. You have his very own joy. And friend, never again, if you've been using those phrases, my anxiety, my depression, never again, never, ever, ever again, call them yours. And the devil is so evil, he's so wicked. He's got teenagers, kids 12, 13 years old, 14, kids in high school, possessing anxiety and depression with their words, talking about my anxiety, my depression. Never again will we use those phrases. Not in this house, not in this house, no. If we do have children that are battling certain things, we're gonna go to the word, we're gonna believe the word, we're gonna say what the word says, and they're gonna get free from it too. Praise the Lord. Now, as we're closing today's broadcast, friend, I want to remind you of these things. Number one, according to Jesus, if you say something and don't doubt what you say, you will have what you say. Number two, my anxiety, my depression. These phrases are devilish in their origin, they're inspired by the enemy, and they do not agree with the Bible. And if you use those phrases, you'll have anxiety and depression in your life for the rest of your life. And then number three, faith demands that we speak contrary to what we see, feel, and understand. And so even though you may be battling anxiety and depression and having all the symptoms, you don't speak in agreement with it. You resist it and speak contrary to it. Praise the Lord. And the sixth truth about anxiety and depression is it's not yours. You have Jesus's very own joy and peace. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, Lord, I release my faith again today over the internet audience, over everybody watching online, and I declare victory over anxiety and depression in their lives. Lord, I thank you that you're helping each one of them, that you're ministering to them right where they are, and that the truth of your word is making them free in Jesus' name. Amen. Friend, thank you so much for watching today's broadcast. Now, don't forget to come back tomorrow for Friday's edition of our Faith for Life broadcast, and we're going to close out this series entitled The Truth About Anxiety and Depression. We'll see you then. Hey, everybody. Matthew Larry here. Hey, if this broadcast is a blessing to you, and if the Lord is using this broadcast to minister to you, we would love to hear your testimony. You know, we like to share with our partners how their support is helping us to minister the Word of God and take the message of faith to people all over the world. And your testimonies will help us do just that. And so if you've been watching the broadcast and if you've been enjoying the broadcast, if the Lord has been ministering to you through the broadcast, we would love to hear your testimony. So please just go to mam.tv And send in a testimony to us of how the Faith for Life broadcast is blessing your life. Friend, it doesn't have to be long. We just want to hear from you. So thanks in advance for your testimonies. And we'll see you soon.